an evening with a large group of Beth Israel members, a gathering at which I had been asked to lead a discussion on the relationship between Judaism and Christianity. During the time for questions, a person from Beth Israel asked, why do so many Christians seem to place more weight on the teachings of Paul than on the teachings of Jesus. To which I responded, perhaps because as a general rule, what Paul says is less disruptive to our lives than what Jesus said we can often find ways to make what Paul says work for us. But the same is not always so when it comes to the words of Jesus. And of course, if ever there was an example of that, it is what Jesus is reported to have said in this morning's gospel lesson where Jesus says, not just to the special 12, but Mark is careful to tell us to the whole crowd, if any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it. And those who lose their life for the sake of the gospel will save it. Add to that the other many hard sayings of Jesus, such as Matthew 5:38. Do not resist an evildoer. Luke 6, 27. Love your enemies. Matthew 5, 42. Give to anyone who begs from you. Luke 14, 33. Any who wish to become my followers must sell their possessions. Give the proceeds to the poor. And then come follow me. And Matthew chapter 25, where Jesus says that when we fail to feed the hungry, visit the prisoner, and welcome the stranger, it is Jesus himself. We are ignoring, refusing, excluding, and rejecting. And it is little wonder that as our Jewish friend correctly observed, we Christians sometimes seem more at home with the words of Paul than with the words of Jesus. 
our response to the hard sayings of Jesus has often been reminiscent of Peter's response in today's gospel lesson where Peter took Jesus aside and rebuked Jesus. The difference being that our approach across the Christian centuries has been not so much to rebuke Jesus as to remake Jesus. Partly by turning what today's gospel lesson calls following Jesus into what popular Christianity calls accepting Christ, which has made it possible for Christianity to become a huge, powerful, dominant world religion, but which is not necessarily the same as what Jesus called following him. I cannot speak for you, but there is hardly a week of my life which goes by without my thinking about this one thing. The difference between Christianity and Jesus. The difference between accepting Christ and following Jesus. For me, it rises from reading the four Gospels all the way through, word for word, one time too many. To read the four Gospels all the way through, word for word, over and over and over again, is to come to see that as wonderful as Christianity is, and as many magnificent and good things as Christianity does, and as many gloriously beautiful people as Christianity forms and shapes, still, still, there's a real difference between popular, cultural, Christianity and the Jesus of the four Gospels. The one who calls us to deny ourselves, let go of our power, our privilege, and our control, and make ourselves vulnerable, as vulnerable as the Jesus who was stripped down and stretched out on the cross. That is the life to which the real Jesus, the Jesus of the Gospels, calls us. And sometimes that looks like 
what we call Christianity. And sometimes it doesn't. I think one reason I live beneath that weight on such a regular basis is partly because of where we live. In the very heart of what has been called the Bible Belt, since the phrase was coined by H.L. Mencken all those decades ago. So called because there are more Christians per capita, per square foot, in this part of the country than anywhere else. But if being Christians meant following Jesus, then every time there's been a movement for justice and equality for all people, instead of being the brake light, we would have been the headlight on that movement. If being Christians meant what Jesus was talking about in today's gospel lesson, then the part of the country where the most Christians live would be for people whose lives have left them outside the comfortable majority the first place they wanted to move to, not the first place they needed to move from. Oh, my sisters and brothers, there is a difference between being Christians and following Jesus. They say there are two billion of us on the planet right now, almost, just, just south of two billion Christians out of the seven billion on the planet. Sisters and brothers, does anybody really believe there are two billion people on this planet who love their enemies, give to everyone who begs from them, do good to those who hurt them, deny themselves, take up their cross and follow Jesus? Perhaps it's just a big old great and important step into truthfulness for us to acknowledge the fact that as beautiful and wonderful as Christianity is and as many magnificent things as our religion does, and as many glorious people as our Christian faith shapes, still, there's another Jesus who just happens to be 
the real one. The Jesus of the four Gospels. And maybe, maybe it's enough just for us to know that and say it out loud so that all of our children, little Rhodes Pearl Wilson, and all of her little friends who are downstairs right now, and all of our youth group members, our college students and young adults, grow up and go out into the world just knowing that one thing, clear as crystal. There's a big old wonderful Christian religion that we love and to which we belong. And then there's Jesus. And that Jesus, the real one, exerts such a massive, boundless, spiritual, magnetic field that even just wanting to follow it will draw us nearer in his direction. Amen.